we spend a lot more time just in the field, ad hoc, tasting these products, looking for something that's unique, looking for something that's a little bit different, uh, that might have a little higher flavor profile. H.M. Klaus is a leader in the vegetable seed business and number two worldwide thanks to its mother company, Lima Grain. I sat down last week with Bill Copes, cucurbit breeding coordinator with H.M. Klaus in Sacramento, California. I wanted to find out what H.M. Klaus is looking for in new products. The company was a major sponsor of last week's Cucurbitasi 2018 conference. One thing the company has on its radar is new varieties of melon that have good flavor, better flavor than what is sometimes found in supermarket varieties of cantaloupe, for example. Companies like H.M. Klaus are working with grocery chains embarking on a hunt for new varieties that offer superior flavor. But it's not simply a matter of creating a new variety, growing it and selling it. It takes a lot of work to launch a new product like this. A lot of logistics have to be figured out. And one of those logistics is getting growers on board. To successfully introduce a product that would have high consumer acceptance to the degree of even uh, consumer demand by, by name, Perhaps you have to have a, a really a really flavorful product, but if in fact that product was not a high yielder or had some some disadvantage from the grower perspective, I think what in fact might happen in a case like that is you'd have to compensate the grower for, uh, in terms of the price you're willing to pay for the product to compensate maybe for some extra input they have to do or some some reduction in yield. I don't think that has to be the case. I think we can combine them both, but. You know, that's the goal. Top varieties of melon like cantaloupe are grown for their high yield and long shelf life. Growers like that, as do supermarket chains. It means they can move a lot of product and don't have to worry about it spoiling easily. But there's a trade-off. Such varieties often don't have superior flavor, but people like Bill are working to convince stakeholders that there's another way of doing things, and the message is resonating. He says there's indeed an appetite among growers to produce a more flavorful melon product. You know, there's this segment, there's this Harper segment, this long shelf life segment that, we, that we're challenged with, but there's also another segment that we call more intermediate shelf life or extended shelf life. And there's a certain percent of growers, uh, I would say, that are embracing this type of product. It's a little bit, it, you lose some of the advantages of this long shelf life or harper type. You have to harvest a little bit more frequently. You have a little bit shorter post-harvest, you know, handling. But you have, you have a, a significant increase in eating quality, in, in flavor, in appearance, aroma, there's a color change on the fruit, which we haven't discussed yet, but, you know, it turns to look, so it looks like it's ripe, actually. So there is a segment of growers that, that has really embraced those. Um, actually, we have uh, one of our, our varieties, uh, which is uh, an exclusive with one large grower, is called Origami. And it's, um, it's actually branded by name in supermarket ads. It'll say Origami, two for four dollars or whatever. Um, it's labeled as origami on the fruit. And this is this type I'm talking about, this intermediate shelf life type. Um, but it has, you know, outstanding eating quality. We've recognized that that's a product that has that comeback to aspect. You know, consumers will remember, and because it's labeled, they know it, so they'll come back and get it again. For growers that are willing to to to, to work with that type of product, I think there's a lot of opportunity. We're putting a fair amount of effort into that. 
But there's still going to be, in my mind, a percentage of growers, a larger than the other, that really just want the simplicity of growing a Harper melon, single harvest, two harvests, a lot of harvest flexibility, a lot of boxes. So, you know, so you have, you, you have t- two different models. Thankfully, both those models can coexist, which leaves a variety of options open for researchers and breeders to create new options for consumers. Those breeders came together in California last week for Cucurbitaceae 2018, which Cope says is a hugely valuable event for HM Klaus. In fact, international collaborations are hugely important for the company. But yeah, when you look at true collaboration, say with with public partners, um, you know we have a number of those uh, here. I mean, this university where we are sponsoring one postdoc student and one PhD student um, in collaboration with UC Davis. Um, so I mean, that's been really advantageous, both in terms of the projects they're working on and the impact. Fortunately, they've both been in Mellon, so it's had a big impact on my program. But, um, but, but a really good impact, kind of a new way of working. So that's been good. When you look at internationally, you know, a lot of our colleagues in some of the other countries, we, we work a lot with some of the Spanish research institutes. They're doing some really interesting work on, on this ripening pathway, which is kind of related to this long shelf life discussion we've had. Yeah, so it's really important. There's a lot of specialists that do a lot of different things in different countries. Uh, in, in France, in Spain, and because we're kind of an international company, we have people on the ground in a lot of those places that can kind of drive those collaborations. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I think there's, there's a lot of benefit that comes out of those, and, and this kind of meeting kind of re- reinforces those.